This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Global automotive sales this year will probably be about 92 million vehicles. And yet automakers have the manufacturing capacity to make 137 million vehicles. According to LMC Automotive, that means there is 45 million units of excess capacity sitting idle. And that's not good for the industry. What's even crazier is that automakers will build 52 more assembly plants by the end of next year, adding another 3.6 million units of capacity. Most of those new plants and most of that excess capacity is in China. And that is going to be a drag on the entire Chinese industry. And making matters worse, sales in China are slowing down. The China Association of Automobile Manufacturers is forecasting that sales will hit nearly 27 million units, which is a drop of 5% compared to 2018. It previously forecasted that sales would remain flat this year. It also lowered its outlook for new energy vehicles by 100,000 units to 1.5 million this year. And all this will only make that overcapacity look even worse. The battle over fuel economy standards is back on the front burner. Ford, Volkswagen, Honda, and BMW reached an agreement with the state of California to voluntarily boost their fleet average fuel economy to nearly 50 mpg by 2026. Last year, the Trump administration proposed to freeze fuel economy rules enacted by the Obama administration at 2021 levels. The White House also wants to revoke California's ability to set its own standards. So this move by these four automakers is like slapping President Trump across the cheek with a glove. And we can only imagine that the next step is going to be the equivalent of 20 paces and pistols. The insurance industry has been saying for a very long time that it wants safer vehicles. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, which is funded by insurance companies, won't give cars a top safety pick plus unless they have advanced safety technology, like automatic emergency braking. And yet, the insurance industry is not willing to give discounts to customers who buy cars with that safety technology. One reason they cite, high repair costs. Even though this technology makes cars safer, if they get in an accident, it will cost more to repair them. And according to a report in Reuters, car makers don't like to provide detailed information on models sold with the safety features, the standards are inconsistent, and drivers use it unpredictably. Insurance companies say it could take as long as five years before insurance rates reflect the benefit and cost of advanced safety systems. The Cadillac XT5 only came out a couple of years ago, but it's already getting a minor refresh, and it needs it. So far this year, sales are down 17%, while several of its competitors, like the BMW X3 and Audi Q5, are growing strong. So the XT5 is getting a new grille, front and rear fascias, and standard LED headlamps. The base engine is now the 237-horsepower 2.0-liter turbo and 9-speed transmission, borrowed from the XT4. The 3.6-liter V6 with 310 horsepower is optional, and the engines get hydraulic engine mounts. The refreshed version should be out in a couple of months.
UPS is pushing forward with plans to deliver packages with drones by creating a new subsidiary called UPS Flight Forward. It's applied for certification for multiple drones and pilots with the Federal Aviation Administration, which could be approved as early as this year. UPS currently works with Matternet to make healthcare deliveries with drones in North Carolina. And it's also currently in a battle with Amazon and Google's Alphabet to launch a drone delivery business. Hey, we were sent yet another picture of a car to identify from Autoline viewer Richard H. But Richard knows exactly what this car is and is challenging you to identify it. I know some of you know this without any clues, but Richard does hint it's very English and pre-World War II. So come on, let's show Richard how smart you really are. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. DuPont, transforming industries and improving lives through material science. And also by Yazaki. Yesterday, GM self-driving unit Cruise announced it's delaying the launch of its autonomous ride-hailing service. So when will we see fully self-driving cars out on the road? On Autoline this week, Jeff Cly, the president of Continental North America, gazes into his crystal ball and answers that question. It's really already here to a certain extent, right? And, and I would say at the OEM level, they may not be making much money on it, right? But, but you know, I think by 2025 timeframe, you're going to see a much higher penetration rate of these, mm, I'll say, highly automated. Autonomous to me is a bit of a stretch where in all driving situations, every corner of the world, you're driving without a, you know, a steering wheel. That's a bit of a stretch for me right now. But by 2025, you're going to start to see highly automated driving in many more vehicles than you do today. And the penetration rates will go up and the consumer confidence by then, just by that building block approach to get there, will be there. And we think it's really going to start to take off. And you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.